Hello friend. Welcome to Encounters with Grace. My name is Paul Rotua, your regular host. Glory to God for another time to celebrate our resurrection as believers in Christ. Even though the Easter season is past, we must always remember this all-important event. The Lord Jesus rose from the dead to create a new class of beings that can now carry divinity in their spirits. He is called the first begotten from the dead so that he can bring many sons to glory. His resurrection is proof that he has defeated Satan and has taken authority from him. Satan now has no legal rights over man. We can now say no to his rule and dominion. Hallelujah. Jesus won the victory. So never forget this truth. My heart will ever rejoice at its remembrance. Now I want us to continue on the topic I started last week on dealing with the problems of life. We have said that problems are not there to consume us, but to bring out the winner in the Christian. We have also said that we have God's promises in his word as leverage and a platform to deal with problems. However, many people are bogged down by fear when problems of life come. Is this consequential when it comes to solving life's issues? Is it not normal to at least entertain some fears when facing problems? Quite some questions to answer there. So stay tuned and I'll be right back to continue with this after this time out. Welcome back. 1 John chapter 4 verse 18 says, Where there is fear, there is torment, or that fear is tormenting. It paralyzes your ability to think straight, and many times its victims always have a gloomy picture of things. They feel helpless and start to think there is no way out. A very good example in the scriptures is the story of the children of Israel at the Red Sea. When they discovered that Pharaoh and his armies were behind them and the Red Sea was before them, they became terribly afraid. 
they could not think straight any longer. They began to quarrel with Moses, accusing him of deliberately bringing them out of Egypt to kill them in the desert. These are the same people who were crying out under the burden of the Egyptians as slaves. And now they turned around and began to wish they were left alone in Egypt instead of perishing in the wilderness. Now, that is what fear does. You become disillusioned and start talking negatively and abnormally. Every observation around you will be interpreted in the light of fear, even if there is deliverance around you. In addressing the people, the first thing Moses addressed was fear. He said in Exodus 14 verse 13, Fear you not, stand still. My dear brother and sister, God is saying the same to you today. Fear not. This problem, no matter how big it is, will not drown you. You are not going under. Don't let Satan lie to you. God is not telling you to pray to him to deal with the fear. He is commanding you to refuse to fear. He said he has not given you the spirit of fear. So fear is spiritual. It's not just psychological. It is more than that. So the best way to handle it is spiritually combating it. Have you been laid off from work? I know you may be worried about how to keep your family together and fulfill your financial obligations. Perhaps you did that business and it flopped and you lost a lot of money and now you are afraid you may not be able to bounce back financially. That is what the devil wants you to believe. But God is saying, if you want me to help you, you first have to get rid of that fear. He wants to restore your peace when your heart is agitated. God's word cannot bear fruit in your life despite the power in that word if you allow fear to dominate you. God told Moses to tell the children of Israel to go forward. What a command. Go forward into the Red Sea. How? But that was where their deliverance and victory lied. Do you know they had to get rid of that fear? If they didn't, probably they may not have been able to enter the sea ground because of the fear of waters collapsing over them. 
tell yourself, I am not sinking. I will win in this situation. Hallelujah. For some of us, the way we talk about the problems we have, it sounds like we have more reverence for the problem than for our Father and His love and ability. You hear things like, well, I know God is powerful, but let's face reality. Or how about this? Oh, you don't know how much witches and wizards have been attacking us. And they are very powerful. Or you hear things like, I have prayed and prayed and fasted. Yet this problem is too strong for me. All these kinds of statements show how much regard we give to the problems in relation to God. Listen, friend. There is absolutely nothing that is too difficult for God to handle. Paul said we should keep looking up to Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. When you focus majorly on your problem, it gets bigger and bigger, especially when you worry about it. Quit worrying and getting afraid and it will start looking like bread to you. The problem is actually bread to you. Hallelujah. No, Joshua and Caleb were not cowed by the stature of the giants in the land that they went to spy. As far as they were concerned, the giants were bred for them. I like that. Instead of seeing the problem as big as the other 10 people saw it, they refused to rate them highly in the light of what God had promised. The word of God in your heart will deal with fear. Take bold steps in the word and don't bow to fear. That mountain will be made plain. And that giant of a problem will become your bread. <laughs> I like that. Hallelujah. Now say with me. I am a winner. And I'm born to win. I don't quit. I am fearless. I am bold. I am bold and strong. The Holy Spirit in me strengthens me and puts me over the present challenge and any other problem that may come my way. Come on, say it. I have the wisdom of God to handle it. And I don't give up or give in. I am winning. The Lord has provided my way of escape. So I am not stranded or confused without help. I don't lack help, for the Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. I hope you said it with me.
I'll stop here today and tomorrow we will look more into this subject with some word-based practical things to do when faced with problems. Please don't miss it. I will also be glad to hear from you. So you can call the number that will be given to you shortly. Your comments are highly appreciated. And if you would like to receive Jesus into your heart, please call me also and I will pray with you. He longs to be your Lord and friend indeed. You will never regret the decision. And until I come your way again tomorrow, same time on this station, keep living in the joyful atmosphere of grace. Thank you for listening to this broadcast and we hope you have been blessed by it. For inquiries, prayers and counseling, please call 081-86-740681. I repeat, 081-86-740681 or visit www.kingsviewchurch.org and you can join us by 9 a.m every Sunday for our worship service at Kingsview Church, number 2, Akiomi Street, off Casino Bus Stop, Lagomeji, Yaba, Lagos. God bless you.